Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. And welcome, everyone, to Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with my good friend, Rhino, on this Friday Eve. We thank you so much for joining us. We'll be guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and, of course, fine music. A lot of stuff happens in 24 hours. There's uh, There's so many directions in which we could go to kick the show off in terms of newsworthy subject matter it really is mind-boggling. We got the woke <laughs> chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Milley. There's a question as to whether or not the general committed treason. And if the story is true... That story being published in a book the uh, by Bob Woodward. If that story's true, and he did in fact commit treason in my view, and he needs to go. And there are many on the Hill that are suggesting the same. At a minimum, an investigation is warranted. A deep investigation. So we got we got that story. We got the story from these Olympic athletes who testified yesterday on the Hill who said that, frankly, pedophilia was being committed. That is the way one of the athletes described it in her testimony by the coach. It was reported to the FBI, and the FBI not only dismissed it, they maintained the FBI altered their testimony, their statements. What the hell's going on? This this does, in my view, kind of validate this notion that it's just a swamp. That there's just this bubble that's fenced in area of this country called Washington, D.C. that is just blatantly corrupt. And while the left likes to tell us that it's those greedy CEOs and corporations, they're the selfish people in this country, that's selfish because now it's being revealed that this FBI agent sort of wanted to make this go away to protect his fortunes, 
I don't mean monetary fortune, but apparently he was scheduled to retire soon. Wanted to make sure there was nothing to disrupt that and his pension and all that stuff. This is really disturbing. So we got Millie, we got that, we got this crisis at the border that the denial, I'm going to start calling them the denial party, not the Democrat party, the denial party. That's that's okay? You think that's an accurate portrayal? Because they're just in a state of denial about everything. And let's talk about the border. It it appears that 208,000 crossed over just in August. Now, if memory serves, that's equivalent to the size of the population of within the city limits of Birmingham, Alabama. Now, the metro is a much bigger area. It's close to a million, MSMA. That's a lot. And now drone fit footage is being published that shows just this giant number of people. Yeah, the last I saw, the crowd had doubled in size in 24 hours. It was an estimated four to 5,000 people yesterday. And the crowd at the uh, International Bridge there on the border is up to nine to 10,000 today. Again, estimates. They're not, they're not going around counting heads. but And they're just in denial about it. The Border Patrol says they're overwhelmed. But where's Kamala? Isn't she in charge? She is yet to carry her tail down there. Yet. Where's she? You're in charge of a process, an issue, which is physical. You can't zoom that one. you got to observe it firsthand. And honestly, any self-respecting, effective, quality leader would want to be on the ground, in the middle of it, witnessing, observing, collecting, consuming, information, feedback from those on the ground. She doesn't want to because that would mean the cameras would follow her and show those images of the seven to 9,000 under the bridge. I mean, there's even a report yesterday of just an, another situation where an infant's just been dropped off, was found, fortunately. This is Two a, little Honduran kids were found abandoned. A brother and sister. Just left with a note. This is high. We're from Honduras. It's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Yet, where are the Democrats? They're huddled up in their cushy capital, figuring out how they can raise taxes. And AOC, by the way, mistaxed the rich. ticket gala attendee. She's introducing legislation, and recall yesterday we pointed out she's yet to have a bill. Make it out of committee. She's introducing legislation now that would extend unemployment benefits, the federal enhanced unemployment benefits of $300 a week, through February, and make it retroactive to September 6th, when the federal portion expired. They want to make it permanent. They just want to pay people not to work 
and they want to confiscate the peop- the money from people who are working to allow the people not working to keep not working. They don't believe in the dignity of work or value creation. Rather, they believe in this twisted idea that people who have produced, who do contribute to society, have got to enable those who do not to keep not doing it. It is Marxism. It's dividing this country into categories, groups of producers and recipients. It's just incredible. Again, 61% of the households in this country did not pay any taxes, income taxes in 2020. And their description of lowering taxes is really... We're not just talking about lowering them to zero. We're talking about issuing all these, enacting all these refundable tax credits, which means the government sends you money. You pay. Not only do you not pay anything, the government sends you money. You benefit. You receive money. You're in the recipient class. How is that fair? Yet all we hear is the platitudes and. The pontification that the rich don't pay their fair share. They got to pay more. We got to suck it to them. Oh my gosh. It's so there's just so much uh, going on. In the meantime, we've got these vaccine mandates, which are getting lots of pushback. The president, so this is the mark of an ineffective leader. The president invites corporate leaders, Walmart, Amazon, I think, etc., invites those leaders to the White House to discuss vaccine mandates after he issues the executive order. Maybe you should have talked to him before that. Hey, we're thinking about this. What do you guys think? That's what good leaders do. They seek input from folks affected, and they process and consume that input, and they work with them to make decisions. Dictators make decisions and then then ask later for forgiveness. Not even forgiveness, just say, look, you guys just got to get over it. That's what we got going on. That's the mark of a poor leader. If you led like that in the private sector, I'm rolling over your butt. Please come compete with me, Joe Biden. You'll get rolled. Coming up next on the program, Ross Dellinger. Ross is a writer for Sports Illustrated. He published an article recently about his family's story with vaccine hesitancy. Emily Havens at 11.05, Executive Director of the Grammy Museum. And at 12.05, Dr. Stephen Stogner, uh, Stogner, excuse me. Hattiesburg Clinic and Vice Chair of the Board of Trustees, Mississippi Medical Association. We got a lot to talk about and a good show lined up for you here on Middays. Stay with us. We'll be right back. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce 
that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed state of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with the Mata Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. Jackson is sacking the competition with an all-out savings blitz. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the savings we're offering on every new and pre-owned Mazda in stock. Get 0% financing for 36 months on all new Mazdas. That's 0% on every new Mazda in stock. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Mazda purchase. There will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Our team of credit specialists are here to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in? Bring it in, and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. So come in today, because we're blitzing the competition and saving you big at Mazda Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. With group and also we'll see you for details. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dino Mike! On Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, middays with Gerard and Rhino. 
A little godfather bumping us into this segment. Thanks for that, Rhino. Ross Dellinger, a writer from Sports Illustrated, joins us now on Middays. Morning, Ross. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. All right, so I I read your article, and it's uh, it's fascinating. Uh, Share it, if you will, uh, the gist of it with uh, our audience. This concerns some vaccine hesitancy and and a situation involving your aunt, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Um, My aunt, uh, she's in her late 40s without any uh, real underlying conditions, um, and she got COVID uh, back in July. and about, I guess it was about two weeks after she tested positive, she was in ICU and sedated. And within a week and a half, um, she passed. And before she got COVID, we, you know, as a family tried to, uh, get her vaccinated, tried to convince her to get vaccinated. Um, you know, and, and she, uh, she declined. Um, so it's been, uh, you know, it's it's a tough uh, pill to swallow when any loved one passes, especially one who's 48. Um, but it, it, especially in this circumstance, it was uh, obviously it was difficult. And she was, of, of course, uh, according to your article, uh, a wife and a mother to a teenager as well. That's right. That's right. She, uh, her son, is 16 years old, um, and. Uh, you know, obviously has a, hopefully a whole life ahead of him, but um, unfortunately without his mother. Yeah. And, and you were uh, quite close, according to your account, uh, to, to your aunt. Is that correct? Yeah, she was my godmother, um, and uh, she's my mom's sister, and uh, my godmother and, you know, somebody who, uh, growing up, probably uh, I spent a lot of time around um somebody who you know rubbed off on me uh you know she was a special person who could uh as i wrote make you laugh and cry in the same sentence uh, and uh, she was kind of a light of our family uh so to speak so uh yeah she was a big part of my life and probably uh you know her personality i like to think rubbed off on me and is in his uh one of the reasons that I am who I am today. Did she share with you, uh, Ross, any particular reasons for why she declined the vaccine? Well, there were a lot. Um, they changed depending on the day and the week. Um, uh, you know, it, it started off with, uh, you know, she works with underprivileged special needs children. Mm-hmm. Uh, she She did. And so she had, I think, had it ingrained in in her mind for a while now that uh, vaccines, uh, vaccines for for children, um, she, you know, were something that she disagreed with. Um, And so I guess that became for her, even though she's an adult, she just refused the vaccine because she had in her mind that maybe it impacted children, some of the children that maybe she works with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, so there, that was one reason, you know, another reason was the one you hear a lot about now with the, 
uh, infertility, um, and then, then there, you know, lastly, toward like right before she got sick, probably when she was, but when she had COVID and we didn't know it uh, at the time, it was during our family trip. And I approached her once again about it, just subtly. You know, I'm not a guy. I didn't want to push her into anything. And I approached her again about it, and she said, "Well, they just don't know the long term effects." And and we just kind of left it at that. That was the last time we talked about it. And two days later, she tested positive, and two weeks later, she was sedated. Hmm. At, at any point during that two week period, Ross, did she ever discuss? Any regrets for not being vaccinated? Not really. Um, I texted with her a little bit. I, you know, during that time, I didn't talk to her just because when she was in the hospital, she was on. Um, you know, she obviously had uh, oxygen. You know, yeah. She said she had a mask on and stuff. Yeah. So I didn't talk to her uh, much. She Facetimed with a couple few other people in my family. So I texted her, but we didn't really get into that it um but she did you know her husband did visit her you know it was only like one visitor could would could go in and so he went and i think um that to him she didn't really express anything there's one specific family member that facetimed her and uh, the family member told her that she was getting her children or teenagers vaccinated and my aunt, who was in the hospital, all on oxygen, you know, a week and a week and a half into COVID, told this family member not to do it, mm. not to get her children vaccinated. Mm. Um, so to the to the very end, she um, she didn't hold regrets. Mm. She did not. You made uh, a statement I'll read from your, your article, which was published in Time. In pandemic times, the ICU is chilling. Death lives here. Were you able to visit her in the ICU? And and you went on to give a description, I mean, a, an incredibly uh, poignant visual account of what you saw. Medical staff members wear green biohazard suits, face shields, latex gloves, and shoe coverings, strips of red tape. All caps, isolation, they read. Mark the windows and doors of individual rooms. Yeah, I did. I got the chance. Um, when she got, when she was, before she got moved into ICU, her husband was the only one that could go see her. When she got into ICU, they opened it up to anybody could go see her in the family, but it only could be one person per day, mm-hmm. and you got a half an hour. Uh, two half an hour segments in the morning and then in the evening. So I went one day and got to see her twice. Um, and, um, it, it's, it's just hard to describe, um, what that was like. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. I hope I don't want to ever see anything like it again. I don't, I don't know how the nurses and doctors, uh, do it every day. Um, it almost feel felt to me if if you've seen the matrix and they're all hooked up to um at the beginning of the movie they're all hooked up to the whatever it is the computer that's hooked to their the back of their head and they're all in pods and they're sedated that's what it's like um and in every room there were 25 rooms every room had somebody 
um, laying on their stomach or laying on, on their back, sedated with a tube instead of on the back of their head, like the matrix, it was down their throat, you know, in their mouth. Um, and, and it was, uh, it was chilling. It was, uh, and there were 25 beds in an ICU. And as a nurse told me, uh, that was in the ICU, 24 of them were unvaccinated. And that nurse expressed, you know, her, um, frustration in that. And, um, you know, it, it was a difficult conversation to have because that during that conversation, I asked the nurse to, if I could see the latest x-rays, which my family had not seen at that point. And she showed me the x-rays of my aunt's lungs. And, you know, that probably when I knew that she was not going to make it. Um, I'm no doctor, but, uh, you know, lungs are supposed to on an x-ray supposed to be black. Uh, and there was barely any black in her lungs. So, um, you know, that was a, that was a, that was a tough day. Yeah. It, would, would you mind saying, are you vaccinated in your family? I am. Yeah. And in fact, uh, we, we went on a family trip in late July. Um, and there was nine of us and we were all in a condo together. Uh, three of the nine were unvaccinated. Yeah. Um, uh, and three, or I'm sorry, two of the nine were unvaccinated. Three people got COVID that weekend. Uh, they tested positive. Yeah. Two other members of my family and, and my aunt. The two other members of my family had just mild cold symptoms, felt it for a day or so. Um, uh, my aunt, obviously. Uh, and, and those two were, were vaccinated that felt the cold symptoms in my aunt, uh, obviously unvaccinated. Um, you know, three weeks after that trip or so, three and a half weeks, yeah. um, you know, passed. Ross, thanks so much uh, for joining us today. Thanks for, for writing this up and, and very sorry for your loss. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me on. We'll be right back with Midday. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 84. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 71. Your finally Friday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny skies, high near 86. And for your Saturday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. 
There are five easy reasons to leave it up to us at AgUp and the more powerful John Deere 5E Series tractor. It's more comfortable and more affordable with 0% financing for 72 months. Plus more coverage with our 10-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Add in more attachments and you'll be set to tackle those heavier-duty chores. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offer ends 93021. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Gallo here with a word for business owners about direct primary care from TrustCare, Mississippi's walk-in health clinic leader. Direct primary care reduces your health care costs for employees by 40%, and they get fast, anytime access to their primary care doctor without copays, deductibles, or unexpected medical bills, all for under $70 per month. Give it a shot. Call 601-707-3370 or visit TrustCareHealth.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Today, state health officials are reporting an additional 2,594 cases of COVID-19 in Mississippi and 65 deaths. 27 deaths occurred between August 7th and September 10th. An additional 38 deaths occurred between September 1st and 15th. Those were identified from death certificate reports. To date, 9,165 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. And a task force formed by the governor has delivered recommendations to address the state's teacher shortage. With the shortage of teachers across all grade levels, the task force states that there's no silver bullet, but did outline several steps to help mitigate the shortage. This includes improving teacher pay, expanding the pipeline into the profession, and providing additional support to teachers throughout their career. The Senate Education Committee held a hearing Tuesday to study the teacher pay scale. I'm Andy Davis. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. In a world full of noise, the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. 
Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mafia Day? First we get the Godfather, now we get the Sopranos. <laughs> Fascinating story uh, from Ross, and it's uh, uh, he's a great writer, of course. It's what he does professionally, and it's a well-written article. And there are just there are lots of strong opinions on this deal on one side or the other. Uh, I, one thing I would point out, is that there there are a lot who say, well, your chances of survival are quite great because the mortality rate is is low. Uh, all that's true in terms of those who contract COVID. But fact is, there are lots of folks who do get COVID and survive, but have lingering so-called long COVID symptoms. I I've got family members that have that. Still a year later, no taste and smell. And some of the more dangerous comorbidities are obesity and diabetes, which both are rampant in America. Yep. And the fact is, even though maybe they have those comorbidities of obesity and diabetes, the fact is, had they not contracted COVID, probably would be alive today. That's just a fact. So you can say, well, they died of obesity. No, they died of obesity mixed with COVID. So, and it's not to say that obesity and diabetes can contribute to uh, obviously all sorts of health conditions that are a problem, and in some cases, premature death. Premature is in earlier than the average lifespan, uh, or as compared to a person without those comorbidities. I, I just, it's just a risk, no matter what. But the but the long COVID is what bothers me. It's it's a quality of life issue. I know of people that still have fatigue, headaches, <clears throat> brain fog, inability to concentrate. I mean, those are real issues that are still going on. So it's a big risk, and there certainly are ways to to mitigate those risks. And there's also a difference between ordering someone, mandating someone at the government level be vaccinated versus encouraging. There's some discernment that I think has to be recognized there. We've been clear on this program that we encourage it, but we don't support government mandates. I mean, I I don't know how many times we have to say that. (laughs) We've probably said it a thousand over the last few months. I do believe that what Joe Biden did in terms of his executive order applying to the private sector, where companies with more than 100 employees are mandated to 
the mandate requires them to vaccinate their employees. I believe that's overreach by the government. I, I do. Now, if a private company wants to make that a condition of employment, I believe that's they're well within their purview to do so, and the market will speak. If they see that lots of their employees are leaving, there's plenty of jobs available, well, then they would respond. The, market, the market's the, the best arbiter of these sorts of issues, not the government. The, the government screws it up. Their interventions screw it up. Even if you're of the mind that the government can do it better because it's centralized, efficiency's sake, taken into account, the market reacts so much faster than the government ever could. No question, because your your livelihood is on the line, whereas in government, generally, it's just not. It, it, and it moves so slow, whereas the market does not. It moves quite rapidly. And you go downhill in, in a in a jiffy, <laughs> and you find yourself bankrupt or without income. So anyhow, it's a complicated matter. There's no question about it. And to a great extent, I hold President Biden responsible for a lot of the vaccine hesitancy because he and Kamala made campaigned it clear. On it. They campaigned on it. No question about it. Oh, I don't know if that's developed under Donald Trump. I just don't know if I'd do that. I mean, that was just dumb to say that. And in the same campaign speech, we got to follow the science. I mean, just think about it. It's as if, you know, Donald Trump is in the lab with the scientist formulating the vaccine. <laughs> Had to put my drink down so I didn't spit it out, because that's a funny mental image. <laughs> it is. But it's what some people, I mean, it's that's, some people think maybe, I think they thought he was, you know, in the Oval Office cutting deals with the pharmaceutical companies. Hey, just forget about all that testing stuff. Let's get this thing done. I mean, that's kind of the impression that they wanted to project. And, and so to a great extent, and by the way, statistically, from a race perspective in terms of vaccination rate, it's Asians are the most vaccinated, Caucasians next, and black folks still lag. But I want to say the Hispanic population is in between they are the Caucasian and the black African American. I think population. that's right. But so but overwhelmingly they supported a president that is mandating vaccines and preaches about it constantly in his scornful tone. But don't forget, from the podium of the president, of the office of the president-elect, he said he would not mandate them. Very true. I think we played the clip here on the program. Which, well, like I said, you can't even say he was giving a false campaign promise, just an empty promise on a campaign trail. He'd already been elected. Yeah. Who was he trying to impress? Yeah, that's what's silly about the whole deal. I mean, but the guy's a prolific liar, though they're masters, right, of... Scott in Rankin County is on the same wavelength as me. I can see Trump in a lab. That's a tremendous speaker. Very <laughs> tremendous. The most amazing speaker. <laughs> Look at that Bunsen burner. <laughs> that's a nice flame. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, you know, funny a little bit. 
I've been fully vaccinated for a few months now, but my fiance is not vaccinated. By I encourage her at least once a month to get the vaccination. That's Jeff on the ceasefire text line. Uh, I wholeheartedly, I agree wholeheartedly, Gerard. That's uh, from Tammy from Boonville, and again, it's this is another situation where just balance and practicality and pragmatism apply. You can support vaccination from a scientific perspective, but oppose mandates. Unfortunately, to the left, everything is force. That's that's just the way their default approach to governing is force, force, force. And that's where they're losers, in my view. Force shouldn't be necessary. The fact is, He's failing. You just have to call it. He's failing in his handling of COVID. And and many political analysts would argue that Donald Trump lost in 2020 because of his downplaying of it. However, the polling doesn't look too good for the current president. You've seen this probably, but there are some bad poll numbers that have been released recently. One from Quinnipiac University shows that his overall approval rating, uh, 50% are dissatisfied. 50% of how he's handling the job of president. And one in five Democrats now, or one in five voters, now regret voting for him? Hmm. Interesting. So, you know they're looking at this. They say, oh, no, we don't pay attention. You know they do. Of course they do. He uh, On topics of handling the economy and foreign policy, he receives an overwhelmingly negative response. And on matters of handling the pandemic and climate change, He's 50-50. 50 support, 50 don't. 50 oppose. So, you you know, think about how high his poll numbers were right after he got elected. Because people were just elated. He's not Trump. No more bad tweets. And the honeymoon's over. I think that's the message here. The honeymoon is over. 60% 60% of Americans in this poll, by the by the way, believe that American troops will be required to return to Afghanistan to fight terrorism and fight off and thwart terrorist threats. I'd say the American people are pretty perceptive here. It, anyhow, he's upside down. This is a problem. And now he's got this $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill, and it's on shaky ground. We'll talk about this and much more. Uh, don't forget, we got Emily Havens coming up at 11.05 from the Grammy Museum of Mississippi. Stay with us. We shall return. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal, 
Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change your life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. One 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where customers are game. This is the opening agri market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 64 to 92.73. March cotton was down 54 to 92.08. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up four cents, 12.98 and a half per bushel. January soybeans were up three and three quarters, 13.07 and a quarter per bushel. December corn was down one and a half to 5.32 per bushel. March corn was down a penny to 5.39 three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was down 97 to 128.47. February live cattle was down 72 to 132.42. November feeders down 110 to 156.47. January feeders down 115 to 157.35. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 129 points, 34,685. I'm Dixon Williams, and it's a Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. The Delta variant is deadly, and if we don't make changes now, we'll be forced to make cruel calculations soon. Mississippi hospitals are overburdened and struggling with capacity. More people will die because they won't have access to care. We must keep our healthcare system from being forced to choose who gets treatment and who doesn't. Please get vaccinated and follow CDC protocols such as masking indoors, even if you are fully vaccinated, and continue social distancing. Do this, and together we help ensure we're able to treat everyone who needs care. A message from the Mississippi State Department of Health. Hey there, what are you doing today? Would whatever it is be easier with faster, more reliable home internet? If you said yes, we have good news. Viasat offers high-speed satellite internet wherever you live, even if cable providers don't go there. So you can get online today and tomorrow. Go to Viasat.com slash internet now and save up to $150 on select home plans. That's V-I-A-S-A-T dot com slash internet now. Minimum 24-month service term. Service is not available in all areas. See Viasat.com for additional terms and conditions. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You know what that means. 
Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone I'm always amazed by how much fun this baseline is <laughs> the bassist was having a blast <laughs> oh that's Ponch and John there isn't it chips you couldn't do a show a chip show anymore hell they <laughs> they're no law enforcement <laughs> Half of the half of the people they were pulling over and <laughs> intending to as law enforcement officers for breaking the law, you can't do that anymore in California. <laughs> oh, you just stole a shopping basket worth of goods out of the CVS right this way. <laughs> They'll help you load it in your car. I think they made that show, except it was called Reno Nine One One. Where was all the comedians portraying bungling cops? Remember that? Oh, gosh, that's terrible. Now, it is definitely true that, just talking about these COVID measures, some, these folks are drunk on power. A lot of folks are. Uh, in various positions of, of power. And... And particularly on college campuses. And yesterday we had an interesting discussion about a Twitter troller <laughs> that called me out for the horror of suggesting that free expression should be defended and protected on college campuses, something that I felt strongly ab- about as a candidate for chancellor <laughs> of Ole Miss. And this person called me out suggesting that we should have all the left-wing loons that he listed (laughs) on the program. Rhino made a great point where we would be giving them notoriety and recognition, and we don't want to do that necessarily. I simply said, "I'm, I'm happy to have what I believe would be a civil discussion with anybody, regardless of their views. And And here's the other thing. This is, I think, Rhino, the difference between clear-eyed people on the right and on the left. In a position in such a position, say the leader of a college campus, I would fight to defend and protect the right of people with whom I disagree to express their opinions. I would fight just as I would those with whom I agree equally. The left, on the other hand, wants to expunge all dissenting viewpoints. Nope, can't do that. Oh, you want to form a pro-life group? Can't do that. A conservative group? Can't do that. Because it might hurt somebody's feelings. Right. Uh, what did we What did we talk about yesterday? Fifty. <laughs> what school was that? The list of fifty microaggressions 
that had 12 been... <laughs> LGBTQRSTUV organizations on campus. 12! Why do we need 12? What are the because odds? Because you had one group, and then there was a kerfuffle between the That's leadership. exactly what happened. And they divided to cover both bases, and then there was another leadership kerfuffle, and it divided again, and divided. That's how you wind up with 12. That's exactly right. And so, I just want to make the point, were I in charge, I would protect their right to organize such groups. But the process of organizing, of establishing, of participation and use of university assets and resources should be equal and allotted equally in the rules pertaining thereto promulgated equivalently regardless of what the theme and the mission of the group is. Nonetheless, on this COVID deal, some of these schools, and this, by the way, this troll that pointed me out said, I just don't have any experience with that, no knowledge or understanding of what goes on. Here's the thing. Nothing happens in a vacuum anymore. You can't pick your nose without it being on video and exposed to the world within two seconds. Everything is known. It, it, it's just... That is just the nature of our digital society. Nothing happens in a vacuum anymore. But the an example here that I found is interesting, and there's numerous, but this is just one. Connecticut College. Connecticut College has a hundred percent, it's hard to believe, vaccination rate. That's what they report. But effective September 14th, they're operating at Alert level two. <laughs> With respect to COVID measures, I just, we need some sirens. Alert level two. <laughs> Do they blast sirens on the campus? Your attention, please. Alert level two. Put your mask on. We'll be right back. This is insane. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at Baroni's Tree Pros.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. New applications for unemployment benefits were up 20,000 last week to 332,000, more than expected. Economists believe delayed filings from Hurricane Ida, which hit Louisiana at the end of August, impacted the number of new claims. Also, the increase in the number of COVID cases appeared to impact the job market in August. Fox's Jenny Casola, a South Carolina lawyer, is expected to turn himself in today accused of hiring someone to kill him. His wife and son were murdered three months ago. Curtis Smith, the man accused of trying to shoot Alec Murdoch in the head, stands accused of assisted suicide. Murdoch tried to hire him to kill him so that $10 million in insurance money could be passed on to his surviving son. Murdoch checked into rehab, forced out of his family's law firm for stealing money, and then tried to fake his own murder early September. Fox's Steve Harrigan. America's listening to Fox News.
If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super. Talk Mississippi News. A state economist is suggesting that Medicaid expansion could be an effective tool for Mississippi. While several state leaders, including Governor Reeves, believe that Mississippi can't afford expansion, the report from state economist Corey Miller states that with the federal government covering 90% of the cost, the state would incur little to no additional cost over the first decade of expansion. The remaining 10% would be offset by the state's savings, and the report concludes that expansion would positively impact both state revenues and the overall economy. Joseph Pittman is facing several charges in connection with the alleged stalking of Clarksdale Mayor Chuck Espy. In addition to leaving threatening messages, he's charged with felony fleeing from law enforcement. And according to the Clarksdale Press Register, police are also investigating a bullet hole that was found at the window of the mayor's office at City Hall. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. I'm Mike McCormick, president of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yes, we know it's only September, but a couple of recent surveys reveal that holiday shopping is starting earlier this year, and people will probably spend more. According to MasterCard, holiday sales are predicted to increase over 7%. In-store sales are expected to rise about 9%, and online shopping could climb close to 8% higher than last year. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith introduced a resolution commemorating Gold Star Families Remembrance Week. Alongside Georgia Senator Reverend Raphael Warner, Hyde Smith's resolution designates September 19th through the 25th as a national period to honor the sacrifices made by families of U.S. service members who lost their lives in service to the nation. Gold Star Families Remembrance Week serves as a buildup to Gold Star Mother's Day, which has been observed by presidential proclamation since 1936. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone middays gerard gibbard and rhino in the studio on this friday eve thanks so much for joining us on the line with us now emily havens the executive director of the grammy museum of mississippi hey there emily thanks so much for joining us hey there thanks for having me all right so what kind of updates you got for us what's going on at the grammy museum these days well, we've, we've got a lot. Of course, we have our new MTV exhibit. Um, we have a great program coming up tomorrow night that I'd love to tell you about. Uh, we are celebrating an evening with the Mitchell family. And so this this um, program will um, help celebrate our current exhibit um, that celebrates Willie Mitchell and the music of Oriel Studios located in Memphis, Tennessee. Hmm. All right, so uh, what's what's on the, the remainder of the calendar for this year? What you got coming up after that that would be of interest to our audience? Yeah, we well, we have um, several programs that we'll be announcing very soon. Um, tomorrow night um, will, will be our next big program, of course, and Willie was born in, in Mississippi, and so we have a great exhibit um, featuring um, Royal Studios. And so tomorrow night we have a great lineup with um, his family. Um, Boo Mitchell is um, Willie's son, who won a Grammy for Bruno yeah. Mars, Uptown Funk. Mm-hmm. And, of course, all great artists have recorded their Royal Mavis and Snoop Dogg and um, Al Green and Ann Peoples and um, Melissa Etheridge and John Mayer. And so tomorrow night we'll be excited to hear the stories of, um, of the studios. It's going to be moderated by a um, by Robert Gordon, who's a six-time Grammy nominee um, from Memphis as well, and features some great music, high rhythm, uh, 
will be performing along with Ashton Riker and Little Rounds. Little, Little Rounds is from Memphis as well, and um, she was on the a finalist on the eighth season of American Idol. So we're so, and she's been on live with Regis and Kelly and the Ellen Show, and she's gospel jazz music. And we're just excited to have um, these artists, musicians, and these stories of um, of Memphis and this wonderful um, Royal Studios that we're so lucky to have in the Mid South. So that is tomorrow night, and it's at seven o'clock. We have reception at six. Um, people can go to our website, GrammyMuseumMS.org, to buy tickets. And then Saturday we have our family day, which will be our Royal Studios family day. So we have free admission to the museum from um, from ten to two that day, and uh, we'll have live music. Um, we also will have art for kids and food trucks, and just a lot of fun for the community to come out and enjoy. Um, great programming, great music, um, fellowship. Um, I'm hoping the weather cooperates. <laughs> so we've got a real big weekend planned at Grammy Museum, Mississippi. So Memphis certainly no stranger to really just a plethora of successful recording artists. I mean, it's I think maybe more than the average person knows about, and it's right on our border here in Mississippi. It is, and um, you know, and we're and we're lucky to have so many wonderful artists from Memphis, um, and and of course, you know, uh, so many of them. Some of them were born right here in Mississippi and yeah. moved to Memphis, and um, we're lucky to be able to have a place like Royal Studios, who has had so many of those artists record, like you know, Rod Stewart, Bob Skaggs. I mean, there's just so many Grammy Award winning artists that. Um, have you know have recorded there and um, and the stories that we're going to hear tomorrow night will be about um, all those artists and their experience in Memphis and um, and you know the sound of Memphis that Memphis sound is incredible it's iconic in itself and um, and we love that we have an exhibit here that explains that sound we've got a great artifact here that um, it's a sound mixing board that Willie Mitchell paid twenty five dollars. For it's here in the exhibit, and Al Green, all of his sound was used. The mi- that mixer was used to record his album. So it's really, um, it's really great history, and uh, it's all here at the museum. Yeah, uh, and the museum itself. I-, I know we've talked about this before. Uh, how did that become get to become located here in Mississippi? Well, as um, so, this is our fifth year anniversary. We've mm-hmm. been open, um, and we're the second. Grammy Museum in the world, and the reason why it's located in Mississippi is uh, because Mississippi is the um, birthplace and the cradle of American music. There are so many um, artists um, that are from Mississippi, and so many of these artists have influenced um, American music and other um, and other musicians and artists around the world. Um, in fact, um, Mississippi has more Grammy winners per capita than the next five states combined. Wow. Um, for all those reasons, for Elvis and for B.B. King and Muddy Waters and Jimmy Rogers and the list goes on and on and on, um, this museum is and should be located here in Mississippi. And this is a Mississippi museum. Um, you know, we, we yeah. love to be a part of, um, of the, the attractions and the museums. Um, we love being in the Mid-South, and uh, we're, it's a great destination to come learn about the history of music. Emily, how has the pandemic affected attendance at the museum? 
Well, as you can imagine, of course, um, in 20, it was really, um, it was devastating. Um, we have definitely picked up. We had a lot more traffic this summer with the opening of 40 years of um, MTV, and I still want my MTV. It's an incredible exhibit. Um, it was curated and written by our team here in Mississippi the first week. We did our Royal Studios as a smaller exhibit. This is a larger one, but we... Both of those were written by our team here in Mississippi. Um, and so we've seen a lot of traffic wanting to see that exhibit. And school groups, um, we still, we actually have a school group here at the museum today. So I'm excited to see school groups coming back and teachers booking programs, um, education workshops here at the museum. And I've, I've, I'm encouraged that we're going to continue to see more visitors for sure. Yeah. And do you have mitigation measures in place now? Well, we uh, we still uh, really strongly um, encourage masks. Um, we still have our um, daily cleaning routine, and um, and you know the museum is twenty eight thousand square feet, so yeah. it is really large. It's easy to social distance um, in the museum, and uh, and so we're still just trying to be really careful. Encourage our visitors to wear masks. Um, we have sanitation um, hand sanitizer stations throughout the museum. We do ha- offer online ticketing, advanced purchase of tickets, so you can do that online and um, it minimizes your time at the box office and um, just trying to stay safe. What uh, what would you say are the sort of the favorite exhibits of the uh, those that that patronize the museum and and do you have any you can tell us about that are in the works? Well, we 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 haven't announced any exhibits that are coming next, but we do have some in the works, and you guys will be one of the first to know when <laughs> when we do announce that. Of course, we love um, partnering with you on so many things. Um, you know, some we've got some some great um, artifacts. We've got some great instruments. We have a beautiful um, Marty Stewart guitar that's one of my favorite that has his initials and Johnny Cash is carved on the back from a little contest they were in, and who could carve their initials the best with a knife. On, on tour, and that's really cool. Um, we have a beautiful Lucille guitar, um, some of my favorite outfits. And we have a Garth Brooks uh, display of um, his baseball training um, uh, uniform with the Pirates, and that's really cool, and a great guitar that he played here in 2019. Uh, we've got it on display. So there's just we, – we have permanent exhibits, but we do update those outfits. We actually are installing a couple of – um, of new outfits, Katy Perry um, and some other artists. So we like to update our red carpet and our Grammy legends. Um, but some of the favorites uh, right now, of course, our special exhibit MTV has uh, has really been popular. Yeah, MTV, 40 years. Yes. <laughs> Believe yes. that? 40 years. It just seems like yesterday, as the saying goes, that it was being launched. Uh, and, and it has some ties here to Mississippi as well. It does. We were um, fortunate enough to have um, to work alongside with Bob Pittman to um, to do this exhibit, and he helped us. Of course, we have uh, with interviews uh, from him and from John Sykes, another co-founder. Um, we also have interviews with all four of the living uh, original VJs, um, and we're lucky enough to have two of those at opening with Bob Pittman. We had uh, Martha Quinn here as well as um, Alan Hunter. So yeah. that was exciting to have, and we had MTV executives here. Um, we have a great partnership with MTV, and they were very supportive of this exhibit and our um, and I, you know, and us wanted to celebrate it with a, an exhibit. That's it's the only ex- exhibit there is uh, celebrating the 40 years of MTV. So wow. um, 
anyway, it's hard to believe it ages me for sure, but it was fun to write. The artifacts are fantastic, and I have to tell you, my favorite is the Brett Michaels, Every Rose Has a Thorn. Oh, yeah. Um, guitar, we've got some great John Bon Jovi artifacts, Michael Jackson, um, Madonna, Katy Perry. It's really great. Very cool. Emily, always a pleasure talking to you, and uh, thanks for coming on the program today. Good luck with the, uh, the evening with the Mitchell family coming up. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. We'll be right back with Middays. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 84. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 71. Your finally Friday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny skies, high near 86. And for your Saturday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Attention! If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll. Sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robber game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleEase didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleEase are ready. Call PeopleEase today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleEase.com. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. 
Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard and Rhino. So we're getting lots of text here, Rhino, as you see, and I'm uh, feverishly responding to them as best I can. Look, I, I don't know why we even argue about this whole COVID vaccination thing, but uh, and the reason I say that is because I'm not sure if we're going to change any minds. I shouldn't even say that, or influence. Although we've had a few text in and say, you know, based on what they've heard on the show, it it did have an impact on their decision-making. And we're more about informing and passing on data. And we vet that data. And in some cases, I'll admit, I pass on anecdotal information. Um, And it's usually sourced from the numerous friends I have that are in the trenches in the healthcare industry, treating patients. Uh, some, at least one, is a radiologist who's taking chest X-rays all day. So we just pass that on, and there there are some who are suggesting, Rhino, that we're stoking fear. That's uh, just ludicrous. Uh, if someone is fearful based on what they hear on this program, I would argue they're weak-minded at a minimum. That's not their goal. We're not trying to stoke fear. We don't scorn people like the president and politicians do and some of these public health officials. We respect everybody's rights and views. But I think it's disingenuous to dismiss this as nothing, <laughs> this this disease. It's more than nothing. I would also agree that there are some situations where maybe there's hyperbole and exaggeration, almost like any thorny subject. Somewhere in the middle, <laughs> some degree of moderation makes sense. And before we went to break, or actually the interview, uh, was talking about what's going on at Connecticut University, and their their alert 
2, alert level 2. I mean, that that gets kind of crazy in, in my view as well. I, I think that's hyperbole on a campus where uh, they've got 100% vaccination. And so we're, we're told that vaccines help us get back to normal, yet these institutions say, no, 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 not yet. And that kind of begs the question, does it not? Well, then what? What more do you want? And this is something that I have been critical of for over a year, is that in very few situations do public health officials or um, elected politicians, they, they won't give us the, the goal line. What, what, are the, what, are the, what are the criteria to end some of the measures and return to normal and, and lift restrictions? And so, this, and, and what Connecticut University did, by the way, is fairly typical across the university landscape. I just happened to see an article about them that intrigued me, and I dug further into it. Alert two level, um, excuse me, alert level two yellow. And they have a Path Forward website. The Path Forward. <laughs> it describes the details pertaining to alert level two yellow. It's a transition stage. Uh, masks must be worn under alert two level yellow, a level two yellow. Masks must be worn inside all spaces as described in the student guidance and staff and faculty guidance pages. Masks must be worn while, while socializing with friends inside of buildings, inside residence hall rooms and apartments. Mask must be worn outside if in particularly close proximity to people while socializing. Mask must be worn inside when not actively eating or drinking. <laughs> if consuming a beverage, briefly lower or raise your mask and then place your mask fully back on. You may have your mask off in your room's apartments with the people you directly live with. Oh, appreciate that. Masks must be worn when a non-resident of the room apartment enters the space. This is a pretty complicated set of rules. I don't see how they're going to enforce that. When eating and drinking with others, it is preferable to be outside when possible. It's going to get cold up there in Connecticut pretty quick, isn't it? When eating in locations, indoor locations, with your mask off, you should be seated six feet apart from other people. There is no eating permitted in the library and classrooms. That's a new rule? <laughs> exactly. No eating in the library? I thought that was every library. That's what you go to the library for, right? Unbag your burger and fries. <laughs> you, I never you, saw it really forcefully enforced, but that... That's been a rule that just about every library I've ever, ever been to. <laughs> Pretty much right. I'll get to those books later. <laughs> I gotta. All right, so then, up in, up in Harvard, they're asking their students to eat and drink with their masks on. It was a lengthy memo from Jian Nguyen, executive director of Harvard University Health Services, issued on September 10th. This isn't even a week old. Eating and drinking together are a cornerstone 
of human social interaction. But there are ways to interact that minimize the time spent unmasked and in close proximity, Nguyen wrote. (laughs) Uh, Among his requests to students, follow the, quote, quick sip rule, end quote. When drinking, lower your mask, take a sip, and then promptly cover your mouth and nose. A straw can make this more efficient. Do not linger with your mask on. If you wish to slowly savor a hot beverage, do it away from us. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. It, it just You got some $500,000 a year PhD. Actually, this is guy's probably a doctor, an MD. Telling you how to drink a hot beverage. And you're in Harvard. Is there anybody else that thinks this is absurd? Meanwhile, is it North Carolina where they have the the water fountain where all the freshmen have to go take a drink before their first class to get good grades? And you had the pictures coming out where there's just this line through campus (laughs) of people waiting to go stick their face on the same water fountain. Oh, it's the double standards, the conflicts, they're just off the chart. It says, uh, also in the memo, consume and cover, exclamation point. Consume your meal and immediately mask up when done. Conversation, checking your phone and other activities should be masked, even when you are in a designated indoor dining area. If you are taking your time between bites, For conversation, for example, put your mask back on. (laughs) Avoid table hopping. (laughs) Consider dining consistently with the same small group of people rather than a different group at every meal of the day. (laughs) They're a bunch of socialists. They don't want you to be very social. (laughs) Exactly. I, I'm sorry. It's I don't know what else to do or how else to react to this absurdity other than laugh. It, because they're trying to introduce such seriousness into drinking a hot beverage. That's just mind-boggling. And, by the way, Harvard, 85% vaccinated. And if you're going to try to have a conversation while eating, you better talk with your mouth full, because if you're done chewing, you better put that mask back on. (laughs) That's when they just lose me, I'm telling you. It's like, no, this is idiotic. Just don't have school if it's that damn hard. (laughs) We'll take a break right here. we got more to talk about. I also want to get to how this $3.5 trillion budget bill floating around up there in Washington might impact Medicaid in Mississippi. Yeah, that's right. Stay with us. We'll be right back. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, R.J. Young is here to help. 
We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. R.J. Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. A year like no other deserves an event like no other. So that's why DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering storewide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas or take up to 12 months to pay interest-free with approved credit. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood in front of J.C. Penney. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A state economist is suggesting that Medicaid expansion could be an effective tool for Mississippi. While several state leaders, including Governor Reeves, believe that Mississippi can't afford expansion, the report from state economist Corey Miller states that with the federal government covering 90% of the cost, the state would incur little to no additional cost over the first decade of expansion. The remaining 10% would be offset by the state's savings, and the report concludes that expansion would positively impact both state revenues and the overall economy. Joseph Pittman is facing several charges in connection with the alleged stalking of Clarksdale Mayor Chuck Espy. In addition to leaving threatening messages, he's charged with felony fleeing from law enforcement, and according to the Clarksdale Press Register, police are also investigating a bullet hole that was found at the window of the mayor's office at City Hall. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFDINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. With Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Middays with Gerard Gibbard and Rhino in the studio. Going no whammies, st- no whammies. <laughs> That's right. We, you've seen the, we talked about before, the story of the guy that spent hours, right? Literally hundreds of hours watching the taping via VCR, video recording, back in the days when you didn't have really good random <laughs> generators, or we call them random number generators, RNGs, that uh, would control the rand- randomness of the whammy, and he identified the pattern and went on the show and won a whole bunch of money. And they had to pay him, but then after that he lost it all. Yeah. <laughs> and had a pretty rough go of it after that. And there's a couple of times in the show when he's going through this and he just stays on and keeps winning, where he intentionally hits the plunger, knowing that it would get a whammy to make it not look so baked, so tanked. Oh, shoot, darn it. And then he do another one. $25,000! <laughs> That's just incredible. Great, it's a great story. There's, there's a YouTube story out there about it. I think published on YouTube. Shows him. And it's uh, there's also photos floating around showing him in his in his room in his house or apartment or whatever where he's got all these stacks of videotapes that he's watching to get the pattern. What possesses someone to just invest all their time in that? Incredible. Well, if you remember, long before Press Your Luck ever came around, there was a big controversy, a big scandal about game shows being fixed. Yeah, 
from like the fifties, yeah, it was yeah. somebody found a, a booklet backstage with all the questions and answers that were going to be asked and turned it over, and the feds got involved. There was a movie made oh, about yeah. it. The name of the movie escapes me, but there was a movie that I think was fairly popular. Yeah. All that stuff's always fascinated me, all the old game shows. They were, I don't, I just, the, the quiz folk, show was the name of the movie. Quiz show, that's right. Pretty well done. From 1994. So, Thomas from Greenwood, he is, uh, he, he has been pointing out regularly on his social media as well all the fraud that occurred in the PPP program. And I have made this statement many times before. Where there is big government money, there is big fraud, big waste, big abuse. I don't find that to be inevitable. I just find that to be historically accurate. And in the case of PPP, uh I think the the speed at which it was rolled out and implemented it, it just it absolutely had fraud written all over it. The situation, as you recall, was that the government was shutting down everything, and this was a an effort to uh, counter that and to compensate for the shutdowns. But it was just bound to be fraught with fraud and abuse just because of the speed at which it was done. And the speed was necessary, thought to be necessary, because businesses were truly suffering at the hands of government for shutting them down. It's a tough one. In retrospect, could more protections and guardrails have been set up in the system to prevent uh, such fraud? Yeah. I think they could have, but it's a matter of time and and money, and it's, I don't know. So we can go backwards and analyze that all day long and tear it apart, and I'm with, I'm, I'm with Thomas in that respect. I don't condone, um, I don't condone that whatsoever, all the waste, fraud, and, re- and abuse. In fact, I've railed against it for years. And, and pointed out that just in in traditional Medicaid and Medicare, for example, which are two gigantic government programs, uh, about 26-27% of the total spending that uh, by the federal government, that those programs have just always been uh, com- completely covered up with all sorts of improper use of money, of government money, uh, across the spectrum of all those parties involved in those programs, providers, subscribers, etc. No question about that. And and there are controls and processes that could be implemented to protect against that. They take time, they take money, but they take will. And I just personally do not believe there is a will to even do such. So those are problems. Would you agree that PPP was the cause of the boom in new businesses during COVID? And of course, that's from Thomas. He's talking about the fabrication of businesses to get PPP loans. I don't know, Thomas. I don't I don't have enough data on that to make a, a, a reasonable statement that would be conclusive. 
I certainly understand that, uh, and I knew it, that there's lots of fraud involved in it. Like I've said, that was just, that was so easy to see coming. But um, there's also questions about a question we got here today. How much longer do you think that Biden will last? I personally believe he'll serve out his entire term. That's just my personal opinion today. I don't see anything that would interfere with that or change that trajectory. I believe he serves out his whole term. He honestly seems to be in decent physical health. He's, what, 78? I think so. Looks older than that to me, personally, and he kind of moves like he is. Yeah, he's 78. And I think there is some question as to his cognitive ability and his mental acuity. I think those are reasonable, valid questions, but I think he stays. I think he stays for his whole term, and I wouldn't be surprised if they don't run him again. Honestly, I do think that is uh, the way that will unfold. I don't think he'll be removed. I don't think he's going to resign. I don't think he's going to be impeached. So the only other way he exits office is if he were to die while in office. And there's no indication. Of course, we could all die at any minute. Right? We don't know. But there's certainly no indication from a health perspective that that's imminent uh, in the short term. So I wanted to talk about Medicaid expansion. There are 12 states remaining, of which Mississippi is one, that have not expanded, so-called expanded Medicaid as the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare, uh, provided for. And so the Democrats are cooking up a way to force that, in particular the Georgia senators, Senators Raphael Warnock, and um, Asselhoff, they are uh, they're busy cobbling out a bill because their state is one of those, by the way, which did not expand. And Warnock's kind of taking the lead on this. And anyhow, so there's a provision in the budget reconciliation if it should pass through the the uh, committees and then on the floor in the chambers that essentially would increase the federal the uh, federal reimbursement for those states that expand on base Medicaid, on all Medicaid. So it's they're dangling the carrot of a lot of additional money to those states that have not expanded, should they expand. And that's one of the approaches. The other approach that they're offering is, is uh, just to change the rules uh, that – they're trying to see if they can fit that into the recon bill that would essentially implement expansion, which mainly applies to able-bodied adults whose income is less than 138% of the federal poverty level. Presently, in general, able-bodied adults are not eligible for Medicaid unless their income is something like 45% of the federal poverty level, which is about five and a half, fifty five hundred dollars to sixty five hundred dollars a year, depending on the state, maybe slightly higher. But so there's a gap between that and a hundred percent of the federal poverty level where where an able bodied adult is eligible for subsidies in the Obamacare exchanges. But again, they still have to pay something in the exchanges, whereas under Medicaid they would have to pay nothing. That is the goal. So Again, this is part of the 
two-page bill, this budget recon bill. And, of course, what they're really doing is working over the Senate parliamentarian big time that are the Democrats to get her, her name escapes me, but to get her to agree that all this sort of stuff could be dumped into this, this, this Democrat wish list, into this budget bill would pass muster with respect to the budget recon rules, which simply mean that means that legislation could pass with a mere simple majority and not require the the sixty vote supermajority. That's how the sausage is made up there in Washington. So hold on to your wallets and all your other stuff as well. We'll be right back with more talk. Don't forget Dr. Stephen Stogner joins us at twelve oh five. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Don't let joint pain or a sports injury keep you down. Capital Ortho is ready with a new look, a new name, and the same great care to get you back in the game. 601-987-8200 for all your bone and joint needs. Choose Capital Ortho and get back to living your best life. Hotty toddy. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Thinking about selling your home? Save your equity and list for less Mississippi. Don't pay 5 to 6% commission selling your home. Call Susan Dora with List for Less Mississippi. Susan is a full-service real estate brokerage company offering the sellers a cost savings. Susan gets homes sold and sold fast for top dollar. Give her a call today at 601-201-8783 or visit her online at buyhomeswithsusan.com. That's buyhomeswithsusan.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The House Ways and Means Committee Wednesday advanced a tax package expected to generate roughly $2.1 trillion over 10 years as part of the budget reconciliation that will change how farm and ranch estate taxes are calculated. The measure makes multiple changes to the estate tax exemptions and rates, but protects a stepped-up basis in valuing estates at the time of death that the Biden administration proposed to protect farmers. House Agriculture Committee Chairman David Scott of Georgia praised the Ways and Means Committee for not making specific changes to the stepped-up basis that had drawn fire from farm organizations across the country. 
Scott went on to say, I've been working tirelessly to ensure that the stepped-up basis is protected, and I'm very pleased that the package release does not impact the farmers. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network. Y'all listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, uh, middays with Gerard and Rhino on this Friday Eve. I heard this on the ceasefire text line. I heard they are trying to make cash deposits into bank accounts totally more than six hundred dollars a year reportable to the IRS. Is that true? Yeah. And clarification: it's uh, any account that has an average balance of more than six hundred dollars during the year. All of the activity in that account would be submitted to the IRS from the financial institution. Here's how it stands right now. It's uh, not included in the draft. However, as recent as yesterday, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is imploring lawmakers to include it. She's pushing that provision hard. She says it's necessary to be more effective in auditing tax returns. Yeah, we strongly oppose that, by the way. And I had Gordon Fellows, the president of the Mississippi Bankers Association, on a couple of weeks ago and uh, discussed it with him. And, of course, this would impose a major headache on financial institutions and a cost they would have to bear. But more importantly, from a philosophical and governance perspective, it's intrusive. It's brutally intrusive, in my view. I don't want the IRS to have a record, or the government, any agency, a record of all of taxpayers' financial activity. That's what they want. 
So they would develop all these sophisticated algorithms that would try to match up all that activity to your tax return. And if something didn't meet within the parameters of those algorithms that would say, yeah, that's reasonable, no, it's not, boom, it kicks it out, and you may or may not get a call from your friendly IRS agent that would come out and ask you to pay up. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that's generally how the process works. And so, there, look, there are lots of returns that presently get scrubbed and flag triggers that say, mm, you might want to take a look at this one. But all of those don't get investigated. They then do a statistical sample, does the IRS, and they figure out which ones they want to pursue. It, it's time and money. Of course, one of the things included in this bill is 80, uh, is it 80 billion? It's a big number, I can't remember exactly, that they want to include to fund more agents and IRS resources. I think it may be $80 billion over 10 years, if I'm not mistaken, because all of these numbers are 10-year figures um, on programs like that. So when the CBO scores them, just the, and the idea that... So they want to hire 100,000 IRS 100, workers at $80,000 a year. I think that's right. I believe that's the, the math. So the idea that, oh, well, they're only going to go after those dirty, greedy, selfish, rich people, think again. you got 100,000 IRS agents. You, everybody listening to this, becomes subject to IRS scrutiny and audit. I have uh, I've been there, knock on wood. I've been there. It was a long time ago. I got a call from one of my wealth account managers in the middle of the day. It said, the IRS has frozen your accounts. For what? I pay my taxes? <clears throat> I got nothing, no issue there? No notice? Well, it turns out that this was 20-something years or so ago. It turns out that the IRS had received payments from me and said there were three years for which they had no return to match up to those payments. This was back before electronic filing was available. And and I said, okay, well, what do I need to do? You need to call the Revenue Service. And I did. And back then I think I called the Memphis office is where uh, citizens of this area were directed to contact. And I did, and they put me in touch with an agent here in the Jackson area, and she called me and said, I said, look, I've got the returns right here in my office. Great. Can I can I come out and take a look at those? Well, sure. She came out about three hours later, and I kid you not, she said, well, she's sitting there flipping through these, you know, three inches of tax returns. Well, I, I guess you didn't do those since we talked a couple of hours ago. <laughs> no, I don't think I just whipped up three years of tax returns here. Serious. That's what she said. And so they took them, they processed them, they came back and said, oh, wow, looks like you overpaid like 7000 bucks or something. Great, send me a check. Nope, statute of limitations ran out on that. Well, what if I owed money? Oh, you'd have to pay. Well, that's ridiculous. How do I fix that? Call your congressman. I promise. That's what they said. Oh, gosh. Linus and Lucy bumping us out of this when we got Super Talk News, Fox News. Stay with us. 
listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. I'm Lillian Wu. The former Minneapolis police officer convicted of killing George Floyd pleads not guilty in a separate case. Derek Chauvin is arraigned on charges of violating the civil rights of a teenager in 2017 that involved a neck restraint similar to the one used on George Floyd. According to a police report from that encounter, Chauvin wrote that the teen, who's described as 6'2 and 240 pounds, resisted arrest. Fox's Jeff Manasso, South Carolina lawyer Alex Murdaugh has been charged in a $10 million insurance fraud involving a botched shooting of himself. And the father of missing 22-year-old Gabby Petito puts out a plea. Whatever you can do to make sure my daughter comes home, I'm asking for that help. There's nothing else that matters to me now. Gabby's fiancé has been named a person of interest in the case. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In November, the Supreme Court is expected to review a Mississippi law that bans most abortions after 15 weeks. Representative Becky Curry authored the bill. And Lynn Fitch has done, our Attorney General has done a, a, a yeoman's job, and her uh, direction is to give states state rights. The state's lone abortion clinic argues that if the ban is allowed to take effect, it'll clear the way for other states across the country to enact their own restrictive policies. First, there was ivermectin. Now people are ingesting betadine to try to treat COVID. This is not FDA recommended. According to Forbes, some studies of betadine for COVID treatment do exist, but there's little to no evidence it works. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Benton. Hey there, what are you doing today? Would whatever it is be easier with faster, more reliable home internet? If you said yes, we have good news. Plus, you could save up to $150. Viasat offers high-speed satellite internet wherever you live, even if cable providers don't go there. So you can get online today and tomorrow. Go to Viasat.com slash connect now and save up to $150 on select home plans. That's V-I-A-S-A-T.com slash connect now. Minimum 24-month service term. Service is not available in all areas. See Viasat.com for additional terms and conditions. What does Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation do for Mississippi? Our goal is to create opportunities for Mississippi farmers and ranchers to have a better life and make a better living. We offer education and safety programs, create scholarship opportunities, and provide health resources for our members. Not to mention our agricultural advocacy efforts. 
When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. New data released by the Mississippi Department of Health outlines the mortality rate for those hospitalized with COVID. The data reveals that of all the hospitalized patients in Mississippi since the beginning of the pandemic, the mortality rate is just under 15%. For those that were transferred to the ICU, that number rises to 37%, and the mortality rate reaches 64% for patients placed on a ventilator. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs stressed that the best strategy to avoid ending up in the hospital is vaccinations and monoclonal antibodies. Mississippi State fans planning on making the trip to the Liberty Bowl? Be aware that cowbells are not allowed for Saturday's matchup between the Bulldogs and the Memphis Tigers. The program reiterated the policy on social media, stating that artificial noisemakers of any kind cannot be brought into the stadium. Kickoff this Saturday is set for 3 p.m. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details and don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Middays. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Joining us now, Dr. Stephen Stogner with Hattiesburg Clinic, Vice Chair of the Mississippi Medical Association Board of Trustees. Good afternoon there, Dr. Stogner. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. It's my pleasure. Yes, sir. So I wanted to have you on. It's it's uh, my understanding you're a pulmonary and a critical care specialist. Is that correct? Yes, sir. It is. So you've got lots of uh, firsthand experience in, in fighting this uh, this COVID situation. Wanted to get an update from you on how that's looking uh, in your area down there in the Pine Belt across the state and uh, what we're seeing with respect to the vaccination efforts. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, we have been pummeled down here. Uh, 
the dramatic rise in the number of cases since July is uh, has been has just been horrible. Uh, we have had uh, basically an overload of severely ill uh, COVID patients requiring hospitalization as well as intensive care unit management for worsening of their already severe disease. Uh, we have, over the past uh, few days, seen somewhat of a downturn, and we hope that continues. Uh, this, of course, is uh, all the essentially Delta variant strains that everyone has heard of. But uh, we have seen a little downturn in the last few days. We're pleased with that. Uh, vaccination efforts uh, continue to be high priority. And uh, while I don't know the exact uh, percentage in our area, uh, but we have seen an increase in the number of people that uh, are willing to get the vaccination. And uh, ho hopefully we'll consider to con continue to see a downturn in the number of these uh, uh, severe cases. So one of the questions that comes up, I, I hear a lot, uh, Doctor, is uh, folks are skeptical about how, in fact, an infection is determined to be the Delta variant. Is there a, a test specifically for that that is conducted? Uh, yes, sir, there is. When, uh, when this first, uh, in other words, when the Delta variant first started showing itself, we could we actually would send off special tests uh, that it would identify uh, uh, the uh, that particular strain of the coronavirus. It became, and they continued to monitor that the state health department which strains are doing what. But uh, we no longer uh, test for that specific uh, variant because the numbers that we were seeing were essentially uh, all due to the Delta variant, that is, of the latest uh, surge. So I see. there is a test for it. We don't have to test it anymore until we start seeing, and from the state health department, that there are other strains that are causing some clinical problems. I got you. And so you also indicated uh, earlier in our conversation that you're seeing a, a rise in the rate of vaccinations. Is there anything you attribute that to? To, to kind of quell some of this vaccine hesitancy? Um, yeah, it's probably multifactorial. Um, one of the main reasons, I think, especially around healthcare workers and those that know healthcare workers, is the actual severity of disease that we have seen uh, coming into the hospital uh, due to the Delta. We have uh, uh, seen a, a number of people who were reluctant before to, to get the vaccination to now get it when they see uh, some of these uh, unusual presentations of basically a younger yeah. crowd of people getting severe disease, uh, pregnant ladies, uh, and, and even to the pediatric levels, uh, some with severe disease that you don't expect. So that certainly played a role. Certainly uh, public education on the matter. Uh, in other words, uh, what the vaccine can actually do uh, is certainly not 100%. Uh, 
Uh, there's certainly some natural immunity that if you've had the COVID vaccination before, that debate still goes on as to whether or not you need a vaccination uh, after you've had the COVID in, in, infection or whether or not, in other words, boosting you with the vaccination after a COVID infection, uh, in other words, is, is going to be something that's highly recommended. But uh, it's a number of factors, but just the severity of disease uh, and the education uh, to the public about the, what the vaccinations have actually accomplished uh, in this pandemic. Yeah. Well, there's still uh, we have lots of listeners here that are still <clears throat> hesitant, and and one of the things that comes up that that folks say is, well, the survival rate is is pretty high, and, and the mortality uh, low, and so I, I don't really need to to get vaccinated on uh, for something that's likely not to kill me. Um, absolutely, and I understand that. Um, the 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 overall mortality of the COVID-19 infection does have a low mortality. However, the infection rate, the number of people to, that, get, that get the disease when you start seeing that in the thousands and thousands and thousands of people, even with a death rate less than 2%, let's say 1.7%, all of us probably know someone who has developed severe disease, and if they did, and if they did survive, many of them have the complications of having had the infection. So absolutely, the chances are you will overcome it. However, there are particular categories of people that we know have a very high risk for developing severe disease, including an increased risk of mortality. And as I stated, when, when you're seeing that in the thousands and thousands of people, that's still a lot of people being placed in the hospitals on mechanical ventilators uh, and so on. So it, absolutely, it is a situation on a personal basis that, you know, I'll take my chances, but uh, I, 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 I'm vaccinated, and if they'll offer another booster, I'll get it too, because I, this is observation. I don't have to look at data, although I do. I don't have to look at published data. I've seen it right here before my eyes, uh, what this virus can do, and certainly the the mortality rate is low, but when you're when you're seeing these numbers of people, it's too many. So what it can do and what the vaccination can do that we have observed uh, is, is, is certainly falls in the favor of becoming vaccinated unless there's a reason that you can't get vaccinated. Yeah, and beyond uh, just, just mortality, uh, also there's the issue of so-called long COVID and, and, and enduring health conditions. And I think all of us know somebody that has been infected and uh, still has some sort of lingering conditions. It is, you know, and that's continuing to be followed. Uh, a lot of physicians are seeing patients that have had the COVID infections weeks ago. I actually... Uh, uh, know a number of patients who are requiring oxygen, supplemental oxygen at home, hmm. and uh, their infection was six weeks ago. Now, 
that is not the norm. That is not the norm. But this this virus can damage the lungs as well as other organs. And although it's not common, I don't want to be one of the uncommon ones. Yeah. And so uh, uh, if it can reduce my chances of getting uh, this virus and the potential complications that occur with the virus, then that's that's the roulette table that I'm going to play at. So absolutely, this long COVID, uh, we'll, we'll continue to see that. In fact, I was just reading an article uh, yesterday looking at the some of the long-term uh, damage to the lungs uh, in these uh, patients, patients that develop severe disease, patient that, patients even that did not appear to develop severe disease hmm. uh, develop some scarring in the lungs. So uh, that, that, that is a major concern. That yeah. is a major concern. Doctor, appreciate you joining us today, and, and thanks so much for uh, the valuable insight. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Anytime. Yes, sir. Dr. Stephen Stogner, Hattiesburg Clinic, Vice Chair, Mississippi Medical Association Board of Trustees, has been our guest. We appreciate you joining us today. we got more middays coming up after this break. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 84. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 71. Your finally Friday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny skies, high near 86. And for your Saturday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. 
When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. A special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Going to be in Starkville tomorrow. Got to get up early and head that way. Believe, if I'm not mistaken, Paul's going to be doing his show up there as well. Oh, yeah. So we got a couple of them. Gallo Show Midday Super Talk this Friday. That'd be tomorrow from the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show in Starkville. Bunch of big boy toys. Yeah. There will be equipment demos, giveaways, and activities for the entire family all day Friday and Saturday. The Mississippi Loggers Association and Mississippi Forestry Association will be showcasing the vital impact forestry has on our state. That's coming up tomorrow with a Gallo Show in Middays with Gerard Gibbert, live from the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show in Starkville. And don't forget... High school football again tomorrow night. You can uh, stream a ton of the games and get up-to-the-minute scores from across the entire state by going to supertalk.fm slash high school or by clicking on sports on the Supertalk Mississippi app. Check out the scoreboard preview show at 6 p.m. on Fridays and then catch the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show at 10 p.m. On Friday nights, anywhere you listen or watch Super Talk Mississippi. And there could be some <clears throat> soggy matchups tomorrow night in the Magnolia State. A little rain, especially soggy. Oh, fun. yeah. Mm. Man. Uh, that's a pesky hurricane that kind of stirred up the weather pattern as well. Normally dry this time of year, September. Dry and moderate kind of heat. Oh, yeah. I was looking at a, a rain map and... 
if there was one part of the Magnolia State that did not need more rain, it was Pascagoula, and they've received somewhere in the neighborhood of six to seven inches over the last 24 to 48 Good hours. grief. Gee whiz, that is a bunch of a rain, as they say. Well... All right, so more text rolling in here. Appreciate everyone for joining the conversation. What's the average hospital bill for a COVID admission? That should matter as much than the death rate, especially in a poor state. I don't know the answer to that, the average bill, but I do know that I think um, arguably the most credible source of information pertaining to health care, health care economics in particular, comes from the Kaiser Family Foundation. I have been an avid a consumer of their information and a subscriber for quite some time. I find it kind of fascinating, and it, it is a $3.4 trillion industry in a $19 trillion economy uh, for the entire United States. Well, and, we have one data point. Vicki yep. in Clarksdale says it costs seven grand. Because she was in the hospital with it. Okay. Well, that's anecdotal, but certainly something to... A data point. Yeah, I would agree. And, of course, it it depends on the average, I think, and, and mean and median would be meaningful statistical data. But because you can imagine that if someone's hospitalized... I had a friend that was in for six weeks and finally finally did recover. But obviously that's more expensive than a short-term stay, you would argue. And then did you advance to ICU? I mean, there's all kinds of factors that enter into a final hospital bill, and that's why median and mean data would be, I think, important. But appreciate that, letting letting you know, oh, and I have to pay for it, which I don't like. So I was short-term. Okay, 7000 bucks. Not surprised that uh, you would be uh, have a $7,000 bill even with a short-term stay, honestly. But, but Kaiser has reported, as have hospitals, that it's taken its toll financially on them, and, and not to mention the fact that the, you had a, a health care worker shortage, in particular a, nurse, a nursing shortage, prior to the pandemic. And the pandemic exacerbated that. Uh, I know there's a lot of folks that that believe that's primarily driven by vaccine mandates, but this has been going on before there were vaccines. I I think it's certainly true that some nurses just have said, I'm not going to take the vaccine. I quit. That's certainly true. But reports I've received from folks that hire nurses, that employ nurses, say that the bigger issue that's driving them out of the profession is just exhaustion, just burnout. And consequently, they're having to hit the hip and pay a whole lot more. It's just market forces at work for nurses. And so you've got the combination of cost uh, increasing because of the demand-supply dynamic of healthcare workers, particularly nurses, and then you've got the issue of being overwhelmed with uh, COVID cases. And I know a lot of people will say, well, they get paid 
uplift from the government on that. Yeah, it's true. There's some degree of that, but it's not really covering the full complement of costs. Anyhow, it's I, I do trust the KFF data, and it's it's billions upon billions of unplanned costs that, and, and so ultimately we all pay for it in our insurance premiums and our health care costs. I mean that has to get to a great extent recovered and and uh, passed along. But we are, you know, with respect to these rules and mitigation measures, it's. It's amazing how the the stark contrast. You've got states that are mandating, for example, New York mandated all healthcare workers be vaccinated. Yet a court struck that down here a few days ago. And you've got all sorts of school districts implementing very strict mask mandates and and the like. And then you've got governors such as DeSantis who are issuing orders that ban mandates. Well, it's such a stark contrast uh, in the way our country is divided on this issue. I didn't, there's just obviously no consensus. And again, there, there are many political analysts that argue that, that um, Newsom kept his seat because of his focus on all these restrictions and mandates, his, his declaration thereof. There are just people out there that say, you know, please restrict me. And it's the same thing, you know, somebody said earlier, the, the story I shared about the Connecticut. Gee, if I were there, I'd, I'd leave. I wouldn't submit to all those rules. I hear you. I, I wouldn't either. But the fact is, the, they want these rules. That, that's what you got to be aware of. There's another segment of the population saying, no, please, more rules. More restrictions, more mandates, and it's not just Ivy League with craziness. Correct. Like that. I mean, even in the South, you got LSU that's unenrolling students that don't abide by their COVID protocols or vaccine status. Absolutely, it's it's fairly pervasive, and it uh, I don't think it's unique to any po- political party either. So there, it's, again, I, I'm just sharing the the pointing out the contrast and almost in opposite corners. I mean, it's just diametrically opposed. Zero restrictions, more restrictions. It's just amazing how divided our country is on so many issues, so many points, and this being one of them. You know, from no masks to you've got to pull it down to take a bite and put it back up immediately, even if you're fully vaccinated, to Amherst College. We shared that last week. You've got to wear two masks, not just one, two. And you got folks showing up at school board meetings saying you've got to mask the kids up, and you got folks showing up saying you got to take these masks off the kids. <laughs> There's just no consensus, none. It's it does make it very difficult to stake out a claim and take a position. I'm, I'm talking about for those making all these rules. I've talked to members of school boards in Mississippi, and they've shared that they've received. Communication from those insisting on more restrictions to those that say you got to tear down all the restrictions. It's almost as if you would need to put it to a vote. Maybe I don't. I don't know what the solution is to that. Uh, abortion. Think about that. You know, Salesforce.com. They are actually paying now moving expenses for people that live in Texas that work for the company. They have operations in Texas because of the abortion law. 
You want to move out of Texas because the abortion law will pay to relocate you to a more abortion-friendly state. You got a black market now of abortion pills being provided <laughs> to abortion seekers in Texas. Unfortunately, to a great extent, it's a lot like drugs. If people want to get an abortion, they're going to figure out a way to do it, law or not. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't have laws against it. We'll take a break and come right back. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Famine. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
In November, the Supreme Court is expected to review a Mississippi law that bans most abortions after 15 weeks. Representative Becky Curry authored the bill. And Lynn Fitch has done, our Attorney General has done a, a, a yeoman's job, and her uh, direction is to give states state rights. The state's lone abortion clinic argues that if the ban is allowed to take effect, it'll clear the way for other states across the country to enact their own restrictive policies. First, there was ivermectin. Now people are ingesting betadine to try to treat COVID. This is not FDA recommended. According to Forbes, some studies of betadine for COVID treatment do exist, but there's little to no evidence it works. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Benton. I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival, October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone middays here on super talk mississippi just uh watching the tv here the uh talking about the major tax hikes to pay for the biden spending agenda here's here's something that i believe is a truism you can't have higher taxes more revenue coming from the people to the government without having more government. And conversely, lower taxes equal less government. One thing about these proposed corporate tax hikes from 21 to 26 and a half is what's being proposed. Investment 
analysts believe that would reduce profits of the S&P by 50%. I think there's this, I know there is, there's this perception that profits produced by corporations is far greater than what is actually produced. There's just a math problem. Yeah, all that screaming and yelling on the, the Wall Street floor is just a cover for the money tree they've got in the back. It's it's uh, it's unbelievable when you dig into the numbers. And it's it's something we've covered a little bit here before. But think about this. The the government operates now where every bill, every measure is trillions. But profits coming out of corporate America, they're in billions. The most profitable now. They're in billions. And Apple ranking at the top of that list is set to generate about a hundred billion, which is phenomenal, honestly. Phenomenal. Amazon, who a lot of people they know of Amazon. They're Amazon is the target and the butt of lots of the the castigation from the left. Amazon, look at all the money they made during the pandemic. Yeah, because they got stuff to you with a couple of clicks on your phone, the necessities of life, like the next day, sometimes that day, depending on where you live. Curse on that, Jeff Bezos, for coming up with that. He has no right to profit from that. By the way, they've announced... They're going to hire 125,000 people. Where the hell are they going to get them? I don't know. At an average, uh, no, a starting pay of $18 an hour. What's the minimum wage? Seven and a quarter? Democrats want 15. They're paying 18. Starting. 125,000. We heard yesterday Stephen Moore said FedEx, they're looking for 25,000 people. I, again, I don't know where they're going to get them, especially if AOC has her way and we're going to just extend these unemployment benefits through February. That's that's the bill or the provision she intends to propose as an amendment to this gigantic budget recon bill. But it, it is uh, – I think it's a misconception that there's just this giant pot of corporate profit out there. It also should be pointed out that individual income taxes are, let me do the math here, about 6x corporate income taxes, and that's historically speaking. Corporate income taxes, uh, even with the Trump tax cuts, are on track to uh, generate and equal about $260 billion. $260 billion. We spend $5 trillion. You could increase corporate income taxes by 10x and still not cover spending. That's where they're dishonest about just explaining the simple math to people. They just don't do it. And I, I, we do it here. And, I, you know, this is the kind of stuff that interests me 
obviously. And I know probably there are people out there who say, this is boring. <laughs> and I apologize for that, but I, I just want you to know. I want you to be informed. When you hear them say, well, if we just go grab that huge pot of money those corporations are hoarding, we can give everybody free health care and free child care and child tax credits and just go down the list of all the things they want to give away and indefinite unemployment benefits and free housing and free phones and free community college. I, I mean, I can't even think of all the free things they want to give just by confiscating more profit from corporate America. It's just a lie. If you confiscated all the wealth of the 750-some-odd billionaires in this country, you always hear them, billionaires, they, their collective wealth, most of which is on paper, by the way, not in cash, is about $4.5 trillion. The annual spending, at this rate, $6 trillion. What do you do all the other years in the third of the first year? It just doesn't work. And that doesn't take into consideration the negative consequences on the economy if you just confiscated all their wealth. It's just a ruse. It's it's really not to pay for all this stuff. It's to punish. And it's to gin up resentment and class warfare. Because what does that do? It confers to them political power. That's all they care about. Oh, let's see. If we do these child tax credits, uh, that's probably worth a few votes. Okay, I'm on board. We'll just tell them we're going to take this money from corporations and rich people and pay for that. Vote for me. That's the sum of it. How many do you think in Congress that are involved in this lawmaking process even understand this simp- these simple mathematical elements about taxes and corporate profits, etc. I don't think there are any. I don't think they want to know or care to know. It's 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 of no value to them politically, and they're only interested in what is of value to them politically. That's that's just my opinion. I, you think? Think Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House. You think she has a clue what comprises our GDP or the the total net worth of the trillionaires, of, excuse me, the billionaires in this country? Better question. When's the last time she did her own taxes? No, she has no clue. None. Zero. She can tell you about ice cream. <laughs> Gourmet ice cream. <laughs> it's so you know. I know I, I get fired up about this stuff. It's it's just because I hate to see the lies and, and don't even call them lies. How about just not full disclosures? It's not that That's they're a lie lying. Omission. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good way to put it. And by the way, we did have someone um, that asked a minute ago about the exemptions. Thinking about the IRS. Uh, a push to uh, collect everybody's uh, bank account information that we talked about earlier. Would would the Congress be exempt from that and other uh, other elements of society like they were from Obamacare and the vaccination mandates? And I just want to explain that. This Obamacare exemption deal is probably one of the most misunderstood things ever. The Congress is actually not exempt from the Obamacare law itself. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Congress is required 
members of Congress, to seek their insurance from the exchanges, unlike all the other federal workers. That is a sleight of hand that Senator Grassley included in the final bill as an amendment, honestly, somewhat veiled, somewhat without it being known to the folks voting on it, and they learned about it afterwards. And his thinking was, if we're going to go down on this thing, we're going to force every member of Congress to get their insurance. And they buy it in the D.C. exchange. That's that's where they're required to purchase their insurance. So, uh, not saying that I haven't railed as Rhino as well about these rules for thee and not for me stuff. We're all over that. But let's focus on what's factual. That's just not a fact. It's not a fact that Congress is exempt from Obamacare. It's quite the opposite. They are the only entity really in the country as a group that is required to purchase their insurance. And it's Senator Grassley, that sly devil from Idaho. He stuck that in there. That's where he's from, isn't it? Idaho? Did I get that right? Senator Chuck Grassley? Somewhere out there in the West. It's not Montana. Not Wyoming. I think it's a... I want to say it's Idaho. Anyhow, he's like 90 years old, too. He's been there a long time. Iowa. I, Iowa. Iowa, excuse me, along with Joni Ernst. I just had the I right. Okay. He speaks like Mr. Drucker. <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Petticoat Junction. I'm off the rails there. We'll come right back. Final segment. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best to in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calvin Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Ugh. I have 
got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super-specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top-tier IT solutions. Visit cspire.com slash business. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino from the Super Talk Studios. Don't forget, going to be up in Starkville tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Uh, speaking of which, Bubba in Starkville writes in, for future reference also, Bubba, it's G-E-R-A-R-D. I appreciate you writing in. Why do you and others continue to ignore those of us with natural immunity? Why should someone lose their job if they refuse the vaccine but can prove natural immunity? You won't read this on the air. What did I just do? (laughs) Don't threaten me. Don't threaten me. I'll engage with anyone on any subject, provided they 
engage in a civil manner and fashion. And there are some texts we get we can't read on the air or choose not to because they are not civil. There could be some other underlying reasons, but it's not because we shy away from any civil debate. So we've talked about natural immunity how many times a day, Rhino? At least twice. And in other shows. No, we're, we're, we don't ignore that whatsoever. At, at all. And I personally have had COVID, and I've been vaccinated. That's just me. That was my choice. There is, um, just like there is still much... I mean, we've asked doctors about natural immunity and, and what they think about it versus the vaccine, and one of the things they said was, yeah, you could have had COVID, the original strain... And you have all the natural antibodies you would need from that, and then the Delta variant comes into your neighborhood, it's not going to help as much. That was actually stated by a physician on this air. We had actually asked that question point blank, as I have almost everyone we've ever interviewed on this subject matter. So I just want to point out, though, Bubba, that no, we, we don't dismiss that. And I'll, I repeat just my position. Remember, this is an opinion show. This is my opinion. The government does not have the right to mandate vaccines. A private business does. The market will sort that out. You don't like that as a condition of employment? Don't work there. Simple as that. There are 11 million jobs available. And there are a lot of them that are very high paying available right now. There are too many people on the sidelines, 10 million on the sidelines. Won't go out and fill these jobs. It's mind-boggling. So, I, Rhino, I believe I, your opinion, is it fairly closely aligned to mine? I don't want to speak for you. Of yeah, I'm, I'm vaccinated. I haven't had it, but I'm vaccinated. But I think you oppose government mandates. Oh, yeah. 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 And do you support the right of a private business? Yeah. To If they want to implement that as a restriction... Have at it. You don't like a, it? It's a free country. You can go get another job. It's not like you got pigeonholed into an industry when you were 10 like you're living in China. Exactly. So or you're going to be a, a map maker for the rest of your life, and that, that you, <laughs> you're not going to get out of that industry. Well, I appreciate that and just wanted to, to get that out there. Also, I take it that G- uh, Gerard is not a Starkville Yellow Jacket fan after being attacked. <laughs> uh, I told you my exterminator that uh, rid us of those Yellow Jackets said it was the biggest nest he'd seen in, in uh, 44 years. Jeez. And was nice enough to come by yesterday and say, by the way, I checked on it again, and it is completely dormant, and there should be no more risk or danger. So I, I appreciate that. There you go. Uh, also, let's see, there's uh, William says, from someone who's worked in surgery for the last 21 years, I'm more burnt out now than I can ever been. And, and William, I appreciate you saying that, but this, again, I've passed on information that's come directly from me from uh, numerous contemporaries and acquaintances who have who've said, yeah, we're seeing nurses leave, but what they leave for and other members of the healthcare workers in the healthcare profession, they're just burnt out, man. They're exhausted. And I think there's some truth to this that they've shared, that when they see people that are burdening the healthcare system that could have 
not been a patient and avoided that by taking precautions and even getting vaccinated, yeah, they get somewhat frustrated. And then there are those that say that, no, I don't want to be vaccinated. So, I mean, it's it's across the map. But I think we got to go with the folks that are in the trenches who say, yeah, that burnout is real. It's it's a problem. We, we at least have to recognize that. And, and we have to recognize that, to a great extent, it's driven by the way in which this disease is increase the stress on the healthcare system. I just think that's undeniable. We're at the close of the show here today on this Thursday. We'll be back with you tomorrow. I'll be in Starkville. Looking forward to that. Rhino will be back here in the studio. Stay safe and God bless everyone. Talk Mississippi Media Production.